Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Now, have you ever been in a meeting or at a presentation with non-native English speakers and heard something that, quite frankly, didn't make any sense to those in the room? I mean, most people consider English to be the universal language of business. However, you know, there's modern communication technologies out there that are connecting more native English speakers with non-native ones together in meetings or webinars, forums, and so on. And some messages are getting lost between those taking part in those conversations, even though they're meant to be using the same language, which is English. And usually, and I might be generalizing here, it's normally the native English speakers who are causing the most confusion. And uh, that's why in this short episode, I'm going to share some steps for native English speakers in finance to take to improve their understandability with the non-native English speaking colleagues. Now I grew up in Ireland and England so consider my first language as English, a native English speaker with a smattering of other languages uh, that I picked up along the way and oftentimes my earlier career I'd actually say to people who had English maybe as a second language Uh, that their English was better than mine. It was a genuine compliment because uh, I observed how they were doing things in communications with others in our organizations and in finance better than I could, and I was a native English speaker. I remember saying once to a German colleague that so-and-so had got wind, and, you know, they sort of interrupted me and said, what do you mean, they they, they fart a lot and they, they pass wind? And I said, no, no, what I actually meant was they'd heard of something. Uh, and then something we do an awful lot of in Ireland, I had some American colleagues over and said, you know, do you fancy a bit of crack? And and, and in Ireland, crack is about having the fun, the dance, the laugh, uh, going out together and so on. But it could be taken to mean the wrong way. So I've hit plenty of what call, I'd call like netballs, where you're playing a game of tennis and conversation, you know, between each other. Uh, you're trying to hit the ball over the net and sometimes it's like hitting that ball and getting caught by the net Uh, that's what used to happen to me quite a bit so I've learned from an awful lot of mistakes which is why I really enjoyed reading an article recently in the Financial Times uh, on how native English speakers can stop confusing everyone else by Michael Sapinker and it really inspired the title of this podcast Uh, and really what he was saying was that it's now widely recognized that many people don't understand what native English speakers are saying and and by English speakers he's he's referring to the Brits, Americans, Australians and yes some of us Irish who you know um, have been speaking English all their lives and you know we can be sometimes entirely oblivious to the incomprehension we're leaving behind uh, with others at conferences and business meetings and conference calls. And he pointed to a 2015 survey of a native working group that observed that native English speakers of English are not always good at adjusting their own language to the manner and level that's using and comprehensible by other people. So, um, so it's also an interesting observation that he makes that there's thousands of courses and books and videos about, about being a better communicator but there's nothing really there for, for native speakers on, uh, who speak English to foreigners on how to do it better. So, you know, there's three things that I've picked up that I'd like to share with you. And the first one is just avoiding idiomatic or colloquial language. Um, so, 
you know, saying things like putting something to bed or cutting your teeth or, or one one I found recently was walking the walls. I mean, what the heck was that? But but essentially that person was meaning they wanted to see an end to end view of the process, how the numbers got generated. So, you know, it's uh, it's causing inefficiencies in communications uh, because, you know, if people just considered what they were saying to someone else rather than assuming they understand the meaning or the colloquialism or the idiom that's being used, then then you would get to our communications much faster. The second point, and this actually comes from the article, which is avoiding phrasal verbs. Uh, that's a long-winded way of saying that it's a verb plus a preposition. Um, and if you take the word uh, break, if you that's a verb, right? If you were to add a preposition to it, such as in, up, or down, when you put those combinations together, so break in or break up or break down, they actually, the meaning of that verb changes because of those prepositions. So that's why I'd use the word deconstruction instead of uh, breaking something down. And when you take examples like uh, when people are buying a house and they put down a deposit on it, putting down a deposit on a house could mean different to putting down a dog who is perhaps ill or putting a baby down to bed or sleep or putting else putting someone else down by 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 criticizing or condemning or complaining about them and then i suppose the third opportunity for english speakers to perhaps uh, do better to get the message across is just get to the point um the great thing about working with so many different cultures now you come across some and again i'm going to generalize a little here particularly eastern european cultures very good at getting to the point quickly and I wish we did that more in native English speaking. So when you hear people saying, oh, would you perhaps have time, you know, maybe for a quick chat? Just say, do you have time for a chat? Or I'd appreciate a chat, which I think is probably a nice way of, of putting it across. Yeah, so I, I tend to add, I'd appreciate and then the, the request. Because, you know, it's it's hard enough for non-native speakers to, to, they're using a lot of energy because it's not their first language, to try and take on board what we're saying. Um, is, is native English speakers so you know let's make it a bit easier for them let's, let's make it easier by being a bit more direct and also avoiding filler words words like basically or you know or like and I'm one to talk because I, I have a habit of doing this um, and, and slow down a little bit as well you know to give people a chance to take it in uh, but don't use the filler words to do that there's a, there's enough of a challenge people trying to to deconstruct what's being said and I, I suppose look in finance as much as those three areas there where we could improve as, as native english speakers in our communications with non-native english speakers the one thing we do have in common is the numbers you know those numbers are universally recognized and you know that's why we bring on mentors to the show because what brings us together are those numbers but i also believe that we have the answers to a lot of our challenges within our profession already if we just shared our stories a bit more. You know, and perhaps how to communicate better, what works, what doesn't work. Uh, try, and, try and sort of share those hard-won lessons so the rest of us perhaps don't need to, to go down those routes and, and making the same mistakes that are perhaps avoidable. And again, the three, the three suggestions on today's Monday Memo to sort of really things to avoid. Uh, things that, you know, if we stopped doing, we'd actually be more effective. So that's quite a nice thing to be able to do. And it just takes a little bit of consideration. And with that in mind, again, really appreciate 
you investing your time in the show today. And again, if you enjoyed this episode, please recommend us to your colleagues and friends. We're on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers. Thank you.